It's Friday, December 15th, and you're listening to Met Radio, 1280 AM in Toronto. I'm Gabriel Hilti, and this is Morning Mixtape News. These are the top stories today. In Ontario, an announcement that beer and wine are coming to convenience and grocery stores. It'll happen by 2026. In Quebec, the tuition hike for outer province students is slightly reduced, and the government adds a requirement to learn French. And here in Toronto, a new proposal to rename Young and Dundas Square and two subway stations. Then, Samina joins with a book recommendation in Turn the Page, and today's forecast plus sports update round off the show. Let's look at the headlines. On Thursday, Ontario Premier Doug Ford announced that beer, wine, cider, and ready-made cocktails will be allowed in corner stores and all grocery stores in the province. Global News and others report the move could take up to two years. Ford says the modernizing of Ontario's alcohol laws will come into effect no later than January 1st of 2026. Ontario will join Quebec as the second province in Canada to offer sales of beer and other alcoholic drinks in corner stores. It's a shift away from the current model, with the LCBO and the beer store acting as main distributors. The two outlets will still play key roles when the updated laws are implemented. The LCBO will remain the only place to buy spirits and will still be the main wholesaler for restaurants and bars selling alcohol, and the beer store will control the distribution of beer until 2031. It will also continue to run the deposit and return recycling program for at least five years. Global News reports the shift in alcohol sales would fulfill a promise made by Ford during his 2018 election campaign. A key element of the plan allows retail outlets to set their own prices above the government-imposed floor prices. At the moment, all retail outlets have to follow the pricing set out by the Liquor Control Board of Ontario. The move for expansion is not without criticism. Ontario's Auditor General said in a report this month that the Ford government did not consult with Public Health Ontario on the impact of expanding alcohol sales. The Ontario Public Health Association also raised concerns earlier this year, saying an expansion would have negative health impacts. They pointed to research highlighting cheaper and more accessible alcohol, leading to increases in alcohol-related harm. The Toronto Star reports that Ford's Conservative government believes the move is right for shoppers and can help divert attention. Among other things, the Ford government is currently being investigated by the RCMP for the Greenbelt land swap scandal. Looking to Quebec, out-of-province students will have a reduced tuition hike next year from what the government originally announced. CBC News and others report Canadian students from out-of-province will have to pay at least $12,000 in tuition. It's a hike of around $9,000, but down from the original figure of $17,000 in tuition proposed by the Quebec government. The slight reduction is accompanied by a new requirement to learn French. Quebec's three English-language universities, McGill, Concordia, and Bishops, will have to make sure 80% of out-of-province students learn French. The students will have to demonstrate a level 5 oral proficiency in French by the end of their undergraduate studies. The tuition hike comes into effect as of next fall, and the French language requirement the year after in the 2025-26 academic year. Quebec's higher education minister, Pascal Derry, says the government wants the measures to help with a better integration of Canadian and foreign graduates 
into Quebec society. Quote, we believe that these adjustments will allow the entire university network to fully play its role in the protection, promotion, and enhancement of the French language in Quebec. Quote, Quebec government funding for the bigger universities, McGill and Concordia, is directly tied to them reaching the requirements of learning French. Their funds, specifically earmarked for acquiring out-of-province students, could be decreased if they don't meet the 80% mark. The move is a middle ground from the original announcement of doubling tuition for out-of-province students in Quebec. In Toronto, there's a new proposal for renaming Young and Dundas Square along with two subway stations. The Toronto Star reports the city's plan to rename all of Dundas Street is now replaced with only renaming the square and the two subway stations that carry the same name. Renaming a library is also part of the new proposal to remove the Dundas name, which comes from the 18th century Scotsman Henry Dundas. The city, in consultation with academic experts, found that his actions contributed to the perpetuation of the transatlantic slave trade. Councillor Chris Moisey tabled a motion on Thursday to undertake the process of renaming the square by June 2024 through a collaborative process. The motion also directs the renaming of Dundas subway station by late 2024 to be done in collaboration with Toronto Metropolitan University. Dundas West Station would be preferably renamed by 2025 and the Jane Dundas Library no later than June of 2024. It also directs the city to undertake a public education campaign on the impacts of Henry Dundas's actions and slavery in general. The motion is a step back from an original city hall vote in 2021, which also included renaming Dundas Street. City officials estimated the cost of this original plan between 11 and $13 million. Switching from the headlines to our daily segment, I'll pass it over to Samina, with a book recommendation in Turn the Page. Hello listeners, welcome to Turn the Page. My name is Samina. Each week I'm going to make a book recommendation and I hope it gets you turning the pages. Let's talk about routines. Do you recognize the people you see at work? On your way to work? Could you pick them out of a lineup? Salone is an underappreciated librarian doing all the behind the scenes grunt work to keep the library running smoothly. She is shy, introverted, and repeats the same day over and over. She loves literature, but is told to tone it down by her boss. The only changes in her day are the patrons who visit the library. One of them is Arthur McLaughlin, a curmudgeonly senior who regularly berates and insults the employees for fun. One day, Salone decides she's had enough and fights back. For the next week, Arthur doesn't show up to work. Worried, Sloane breaks the rules to find Arthur's address. As a result, she is suspended from her job. She's also told to leave Arthur alone. Of course, she doesn't listen. Sloane finds Arthur alone. He's bedridden and chased away all his nurses with his charming personality. She also finds his impressive library at home. She decides to take care of him. The title of the book is The Lonely Book Club. The author is Lucy Gilmore. I've never read any books by Lucy before, but the premise attracted me. Arthur does not hide his displeasure with having Sloane in his life. Although he loves sparring with Sloane, 
she decides to bring some joy into his life. She also starts organizing his substantial library. This leads to the creation of a book club. Macy, the single mother struggling with empty nest syndrome, joins the two. There's also Sloane's former co-worker, Mateo, struggling with his love life, and Nigel, a former friend of Arthur's. Sloane finds a young man watching Arthur's house. When she confronts him, she meets Arthur's grandson, who has no idea he exists. Each member is struggling with something, and this club gives them the confidence to take charge of their lives. And of course, books. As we enter the holidays, it's important to think about the people in our lives. It is a time to be considerate to the people we love and even the people we don't know. Take a chance. Help those around you. Consider where your lives are going and what you're doing, because are you happy? Don't be afraid to take a chance. Thank you for listening. Happy reading and happy holidays. Thanks, Amina, for keeping my reading list going. I will eventually get to all of these books. In sports update, the Raptors snapped their four-game losing streak on Wednesday with a win against the Atlanta Hawks. They play again today at 7.30 here at Scotiabank Arena, trying to get closer to that three-win pizza party promised by Coach Darko. Looking at today's weather, it's finally sunny again, and that comes along with a double-digit high of 11 degrees during the day. The weekend does cool off a bit, though, to around 5, with clouds and the chance of showers on Sunday. That's everything for today. Thanks for listening to Morning Mixtape News. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at metradionews or at metradio.ca to stay posted on all the latest news content. I'm your host, Gabriel Hilti, and this is Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. We'll be back on Monday.